I think I was I was really lucky in that regard because I was a, a user, and so I understood the value really quickly. Um, and when you understand the value of what you're selling, it makes it much easier to 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 have those conversations. So I, I was fortunate enough to 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 receive that value for several years and saw a big impact of it. So I think that helped for sure. Um, but I, I think most of the time, if you focus on the customer's problems or or where they're trying to go in indie industry, um, you can um, do well. Uh, I think when people start to focus on the product they're selling or the solution they have versus what the customer is going through, uh, that's where dramatic industry shifts could probably um, be a little bit difficult uh, for you. But I've always tried to focus on the customer. And so um, when you do that, uh, most of the time, the, those transitions are, are, are a little bit easier. In most, I mean, depending, there are fringe areas here where this doesn't apply, but most areas of tech are fairly competitive nowadays. So, um, you know, there, like you said, there's so many people looking to, to get into that area and there's so much technology that's being created. So it creates this competition on the, the talent side and competition on uh, the, the products you're selling. So, you know, it's definitely a fast-paced environment um, that that's... Um, you know, it's important for, for you to embrace that, that, that element of it. But I've always said that, like, the one thing that, that makes tech so different and exciting is you have to be really, really comfortable being uncomfortable. Because if there's anything that's constant in, in SaaS sales, and I know this is a cliche, it's change. Like, it's constantly changing and technology is constantly shifting. And so um, if you're, um, if change is not something that, like you thrive on, it's probably not the best fit. But if, on the other side of it, if you love that fast-paced environment and you love kind of the thrill of all of that and don't mind the jerking change back and forth of, of how things are going, then, then yeah, definitely it's, it's a, a place to, to, to have a lot of fun, learn a lot, um, grow your, your career, and uh, grow uh, from a financial perspective. Um, it, it, it can be uh, lucrative as well. So I think those are the areas that, um, attract a lot of people to it, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's changing really quickly. You know, from a career perspective, uh, align to the right mentors early. I think that's really, really important outside of you know, being able to do the job and be successful at the job. I think uh, aligning to those uh, people that have done it before and are successful, or, or I was really fortunate enough to have some really key mentors early on in my career people that I still learn from every day. Uh, so I think that would be the, the, the first piece. Uh, the second piece would, is, is really focus on your customer. Um, like I said before, uh, either challenging them to think in a different way or doing a really good job of, of, of learning about their problems and, and being very proactive about solving them. Uh, that's where you'll, you'll, you'll start to, 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 to add value. Um, and if you add value to, to your customers, then, then typically the, uh, the selling parts becomes a lot easier. Uh, and third, you know, sales is, is and always will be uh, a role where, you know, working hard is is part of the DNA of great salespeople. So I can't, you know, say anything about being good sales without, you know, you know, working hard. And I think that's that's part of that that competitive nature and and grit. I think while it's 
depreciating in value. Like you can't just work hard and be successful at sales like you could maybe 10 years ago. It's still always going to be part of the, the role. I've always, I always tell salespeople like, you know, there's, and some companies are better at than others, but there's, you know, some companies do, you know, career planning and, um, and, and things like that for, for their, their employees. But, um, it's very clear to me that the, the ones that own their own career are the ones that are, are very successful. And what I would, uh, you know, I was very fortunate enough to get into leadership really quickly. And part of the way reasons that I was able to do that is I made it very clear that I, I knew where I wanted to go, that I wanted to get into leadership. And I made that very clear to, to the people that, that would make that decision. And I did it early and then asked them what it would take for me to be the first choice when that opportunity arose. And so over time, I built a business case as to why I would be the right fit for that role when it, when it happened. And so you could say that I, I interviewed over time versus like, you know, just threw my name in a hat when a role came up and up. And I would encourage people to do that early is, is the sooner you know, and it, it's really hard for young people and it was hard for me, it's the sooner you know where you want to go, um, the, the easier it is to create uh, a, a direct line or path to that. Um, and then once you do, it's about um, instead of waiting for that role to op- open and then going after it, it's being very proactive with the person that's got to make that decision um, is, is really you know, sound advice I got and, and continue to use. As far as personality traits, like I've, I've, I've seen successful sellers across all areas of personality types. I, I think um, some skills that they're, I, I think, starting to, to, to bubble up is very important skills that you need as a seller are um, creativity. So creativity probably wasn't a top skill 10 years ago, but now getting in front of someone is, is much harder than it was before. And so being able to be creative uh, in how you do that is, is really important. Um, that creativity goes nowhere unless you have business acumen. So you need to have the ability to articulate and what I would call take complex problems and simplify them very quickly. Um, so business acumen is very, very important. Um, and then coachability. So those are the, the, the three top things that we look at. And coachability is just really, um, you know, being able to, to take feedback and improve very quickly. And, you know, we encourage our team to, to fail fast, but just don't fail twice the same thing and so if you fail quickly learn from it and it that's how that you know continuous improvement continues to 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 drive results and so those are some areas or skills that i would i would uh look to sharpen uh if i was trying to be a seller no one's really sold anymore right there's this idea of like selling someone um, something and I, I really don't think it happens that much. Uh, selling is is what I would call enabling the buyer uh, to understand exactly what problem they have and 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 you're the 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 guide to get them from where they are today to, to whatever transformation they're trying to, to achieve. If you don't fundamentally look at it like that and you're trying to just sell licenses or sell product, um, it, it's going to be really, really hard for you nowadays because there's so much information out there. And you, you think about like leading with actually transparency, you're leading with the gaps that you have as a product and focusing on the business problem the customer has. Just they start, they're starting to just yield more or better results um, is the first thing I would say. And the other thing that I, I would say is 
that's kind of in the same vein is is stop selling features or functions. Like the little nerd knob on your product like looks cool and it's great and like I'm sure it's amazing, but like what problem does it solve? Um, and like make sure you're highlighting that because uh, you know there's all kinds of features out there. Uh, but if they don't get adopted and they they don't tie it to whatever the company's focused on, they don't matter. Um, and as proud as you can be about your product um, uh, and the little features that it has, which I'm sure are amazing, you know, at the end of the day, the customer's got to care.